<laughs> Welcome to a very spooky episode of Rounding the Bases, episode 29. I'm Robert Askew. And I'm Matthew Sizemore. Hello, Robbie. How are things? Um, everything is fine over here. Uh, yeah. Uh, how are how are you? How's Boise? Ah, uh, man. Tough subject right now uh, to talk about uh, Boise and the Boise area. Because you'll actually have to tell me because I only saw I only saw the story when it was happening, but I actually don't know any of the details. Okay. So as as you are well aware, uh, over the past, God, I, I guess you could, I guess you could technically technically say about twenty years, um, America has had a mass shooting problem. One of the reasons I always talk so highly about Boise and the area and wanting to stay here is because it's safe. It's a city. It's a it's a medium sized city. It's not a metropolis, but it's it's a good sized city. A lot of people live here, but it's safe and it's clean and it's wonderful. The people are friendly, and unfortunately, I now know after being in the news and watching so many different cities around the country say something like, "This doesn't happen in our community. This can't happen, and this doesn't happen." I now know what it feels like for a mass shooting to happen in my community, which is, I mean, I mean unfortunately you just got to think it is inevitable in today's day and age that something like this would happen everywhere, anywhere there's any type of decent sized city, but you still want to be in denial that it could ever happen in your city, especially a city, a place like Boise. If you were to ever be here for any amount of time, you would, probably feel the exact same way it's a beautiful wonderful happy uh city and uh yesterday uh today's tuesday october 26 yesterday uh the 25th um someone some guy a 27 year old went into a mall uh packed he had a lot of uh guns and ammo uh into our in the in a mall in the mall that i go to or pre-pandemic i used to go to all the time like often and just started shooting people and just started just started shooting like an a-hole to say the least Jeez. um yeah and uh in the end uh in the end uh two innocent people who were just at actual one security guard who went to try to intervene with this this guy was killed uh and then another uh just shopper a uh, i believe it was 60 um, a man in his 60s was uh, killed just for being there. Um, two women who were just shopping were also hit. I One was in her 60s, one was in her 20s. I believe they have non-life-threatening injuries. Um, and a, or a, a police officer was also... Uh, he was. I found out today he wasn't shot. He was hit by uh, glass from a shattered window uh, from a shot from this guy. Uh, the suspect um, was shot by police and uh, was in critical condition. He passed away today in the hospital. So it's just an absolute senseless act of violence. Um, one thing I'm, I'm super proud of, though, is um, this community, how strong they are, how much they've, they've already just risen up and showed so much support for uh, the victims' families. 
and everything. And also the Boise Police Department, I am going to 100 million percent give it up for because um, they, as soon as the first call to dispatch came in about uh, shots fired in the mall, they were there and confronted the suspect in just under four minutes from that first call, which is which is truly amazing, the amount of lives that they may have saved uh, just from their response time. So, um, Boise, I love you. Treasure Valley, I love you. It is It, it pains me, uh, breaks my heart to see something like this happen in our community. Um, I hope it never happens again, but um, it's it's great to see that our community rising up and just my thoughts uh, to the to the families of the victims, because this is something just like I, I hate to say every community says this is something that does not happen in our community. So, uh, Boise, I love you. We're strong. Uh, we're getting through this. Yay. On to the comedy. I was going to say, uh, how do I talk about um, <laughs> my story of uh, working out and creatine shits? Uh, this is going to be tough. This is We're all under we, duress, and this is yeah. a tough time, especially for me, uh, with how I'm supposed to segue into my yeah, story. Yeah, no there's, no, there's no segue to that. There's no segue to that, so I'll just say, uh, Robbie, how the hell are you? What's new? Uh, you know, not, nothing too crazy going on in Portland, I hope. No, I mean, but we, you know, we've seen an uptick in our gun violence. You know, I was looking at um, stats across the country. I mean, ever since, uh, you know, COVID last year, you know, gun violence has gone up a ton. And I was looking at, you know, statistics and like every city is up, you know, like 120%, 130%. Portland is up like over a thousand percent. Oh, my God. There is so much gun violence going on uh, every day. I mean, you're just seeing stories of like, you know, 52 bullets, you know, picked up, but like at a crime scene. I mean, it's just absolutely ridiculous what's going on right now. Uh, yeah. Scary times. And luckily, nothing as much as a mass shooting, but still uh, gun violence is Nothing, uh, nothing to joke about. I, except for I joked about it in the beginning because I sure did, did not, yeah. I didn't know the details of it. I just knew something was going on. And, uh, but it's all right. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah. Comedy. <laughs> what a segue again. <laughs> two for two. I know. Oh, I was telling God. Brandon, I was like, I'm, we were talking about energy drinks, and I was like, oh, I want to talk. Uh, that's what I want to kick off with. Is I have a. Story about energy drinks and um, well, bring it. What what do you got about energy drinks? Well, okay, so I've been working out a ton. Wow, uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean it's pretty obvious. I mean, look how thick my neck is. That's true. Yeah, uh, uh, I've been working out a ton, and I've you know I've talked about drinking Bang energy drinks. Oh yeah. Usually, I've been using them as a pre workout uh, because they say they have super creatine in them. Well, I looked Creatine up in the energy drink. Yeah. So I I've looked never up, heard of that. Yeah. So I looked up to see, uh, like what is super creatine and apparently super, no, apparently super creatine is not really creatine at all. Oh, so it's just like, it's literally like the least amount of creatine you could possibly put into something and call it a creatine drink. But uh, it sounds like it's an extra amount based on the word super before it. I apparently you can call it super if it's just the minimum amount because there probably it wasn't a name for the a minimum amount of creatine they could put in so they called it super creatine anywho 
so I went back, uh, saw this news, and I went back. I went to a GNC, and I started taking creatine supplements. I'm back on it, baby. It's been about, mm. I don't know, six years. And, man, I forgot about that stuff. Yeah. You, did you ever take creatine when you were I, working out? Um, funny enough, I actually uh, I started about two years ago. Uh, I saw a big, uh, pretty big difference. Um, and then I, I stopped and I just recently got a new, uh, new bottle package thing of it. But since I work out at two fifteen in the morning, mm-hmm. I just forget to take it every day. Yeah. So I have not taken it in a while and I'm half asleep. What kind of, what kind of differences are you noticing? Like- I could be at the gym forever. Like I have to almost force myself to leave at this point. Wow. <laughs> like I could just Jeez. keep going and going and going because it has. Okay. What, what are you, what exact kind? And I don't mean brand, but I mean, I know there's like, um, like monohydrate. Yeah, creatine monohydrate. You know what I'm saying? So mine has yeah. creatine monohydrate and it has um, something called uh, beta alt- aldamine. Album, uh, album? I don't Aldadina. know. Which is. Beta Altadena, yeah, uh, John Muir, Beta Pasadena, right? Yeah, um, which is basically another substance which is very similar to creatine. Has like a lot of the same similar properties, but it like attacks. I don't know. It attaches itself to amino acid. I don't understand that shit. Anyway, sure. but it's like another substance that's in there that also gives you a ton of energy. So, mm-hmm. like I said, I have not been able to stop working out. Uh, I'm full on addicted. I'm just becoming all arms at this point. My arms are just getting bigger. Nothing else really seems to be getting bigger. But you should try arms. working out something else. I do. Oh. I think you know what? Like when I first started working out, like chest was like my most developed muscle for sure. And then I don't know why. Like I'm having a little bit of trouble developing my chest this time. This what, uh, what exercises are you doing? And this is something we could talk about for an entire show, just to warn you. As far as chest or yeah. like arms, yeah, for uh, chest, chest, arm, X or what? Let me start with this. How many different? How many different days do you do, um, or do you have? Meaning, you know, how many? How many different how many uh, days? Am I going? How, well, how many? Like when you go to the gym, how many different uh, groups do you work out in one session? Uh, Muscle it, groups. It depends. So today I did biceps and triceps, mm-hmm. and then tomorrow. Um, depending on how I'm feeling, but tomorrow if I'm working out, it's going to be uh, chest and back. So you do strictly arms one day. Huh. Well, I don't. Well, I save shoulders for one day as well. So I did shoulders yesterday because hmm. I actually because I just feel like there's so much there's so many ways of attacking the shoulders that I just feel like it takes a long time. Especially like I always feel like my back delts are so underdeveloped, so I just feel like I need a full day of hmm. uh, of doing that. I need like the two hours. We are going to have to uh, just have a segment dedicated to this at some point because this is something I can talk about. Ever since I got my own, well, since uh, I got my own house, I'm sure people are interested. Um, I do. I have three specific days. Uh, Day one, I do chest and arms. Mm -hmm. Day two, I do all legs. And day three, I do back and shoulders. Um, granted I am limited. My arms are becoming bigger than my legs because I never do legs. You should definitely do legs. I know. I should. And I just my legs are just so fucking weak that I hate doing legs because it's just like 
I feel like my upper body is like pretty strong. And then when I do legs, it's like, ah, I've never lifted a weight before. <laughs> Squats. Oh, God, it hurts bending down. So you you go to uh, I've already forgotten. Okay, so you do go to a gym. See, that's that's where it's it's good for you that you have a, a full like a full arsenal to do yeah. whatever you want. I'm very limited with my my home gym. Granted, I do have a lot of things here, which is which is great. But uh, I only have weight wise, I only have dumbbells that I get up to uh, seventy five pounds each. Is that right? That's not bad. Uh, I mean, I guess it depends, though. I mean, yeah, if I get, I could see that for like chest. It that eventually. I mean, I'm oh, not yeah. there. I'm not there with chest yet. Like at 75 oh. right now, I'm doing with dumbbells like 65 with chest. Okay. Wait, hold on. See, okay, the bars are five. Uh, so 60. Yeah, there's no. So they go up to. Uh, Hold on, 60, 70. Okay, yeah, it is 75. So I both both my dumbbells go up to 75. I'm at the point now where I need more weight um specifically for for uh dumbbell press because I I can rep that no problem. I do four sets of uh I usually do like four sets of 12 to 13 uh with 75, no problem. Um but that's I the do, only thing. I do four sets till failure. That's what I do, Ooh. bro. Yeah. Ooh. That's how you know you you're know doing what? it right. I'm gonna I'm gonna get back on creatine and do four sets of infinity. Yeah. You could. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so excited. I know. <laughs> and I just start like because my arms have been like getting bigger. And I just started to like today was my first workout with arms on creatine. And I was a fucking beast, especially like triceps, because I always feel like whenever I do triceps, like they die pretty quickly. Like I can't really like I almost like in the first two exercises, like kind of completely wear them out to where like any exercise I'm doing after that is kind of a struggle. And like I can't do that many reps. What are you doing for triceps? Uh, I start with a, uh, rope, uh, pull down yeah. extension. Rope yeah. is the best. I Fuck love it. Yeah. And it rope. just like, auto- it pumps it up like right away too. Jesus. Looks- yes, it yeah. does. Huge. And then I've started to do, um, easy bar, uh, skull crushers. Okay. That's sure. usually the second. And then I'll do, uh, same thing. Dumb, uh, dumbbell skull crushers as well. Uh, but okay. I'll do that like in an incline. And then I found out this, uh, I saw this like kind of weird push up. I saw it like online. Where it's basically your arms, like your palms are flat in the ground, and you're kind of just moving this way, like it's a body weight thing, and it actually like really, really works. Like you look stupid as hell. It looks like you're like praying to uh, God. I almost said. <laughs> oh, was that said so hard to think of right there? <laughs> well, because I almost said, <laughs> almost said something else. Sure, so okay. We got me in trouble. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, and then, uh, but yeah. I'm all about it. My biceps right now are fucking pop. People are commenting on it. It's a big it's a big story in Portland. I, I bet it is. God. <laughs> Never mind. I can't even <laughs> I think <laughs> I knew where like, you're gonna yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, speaking of people who work out, why don't we get to some NFL stuff? <laughs> 
Are we talking about NFL? Or I don't know. What are we talking about today? <laughs> uh, well, let's start with the. Let's actually start with the NBA because the yeah, NBA just that. started, and the Lakers are just off to a great start. Uh, I don't know if you heard. LeBron's not playing tonight because no. he had his ankle rolled up on uh, again uh, last game, so he's out for today's uh, for soreness. And uh, the game's going on right now. I don't even want to see the score because it's terrifying. Uh, probably going to lose. Uh, but I wanted to talk more about, um, I don't know if you saw, did you see the James Harden story that came out? No, I didn't actually. When you, when you mentioned that earlier, I said, I don't know what that is. Okay. So during the, uh, NBA off season, uh, the NBA decided to make a rule change, a really good rule change, which is basically stop giving offensive players, um, so much leeway in making contact, and getting the fouls called. So basically, you know, like faking a three-pointer, you like, you know. Oh, you the, and then running into them. Yeah, but, and then yeah, jumping into bold. them. Or yeah, like yeah. when you see um, James Harden just literally just when he's driving in the lane, put his shoulder into somebody and then flail and put sure. the ball up. Um, also, another one they wanted to get rid of was uh, Trey Young and Chris Paul always do this where they get past their defender and then they just immediately stop. And the defender obviously like runs into him and then they shoot. So they want to get rid of like those cheap fouls they basically um are getting rid of ways players can exploit the game okay. because it it ruins the game yeah sure so that and, is and it takes good defensive players out of the game a lot quicker in a lot of stupid cases yeah so james harden who um over the last like three years i think he gets to the line uh the free throw line more than anybody because he manipulates the rules um and so because of this rule change, he's actually been struggling. He's, I think he's only averaging like 15 points per game in his three games so far. And he's a guy who's averaged over 38 before. Yeah. He's uh, he's a scorer. And he basically went out of his way in the media and said, it feels like this rule is an attack on me. And even his coach said the same thing. And it was really funny because it was really ironic that his coach said the same thing, Steve Nash. Yeah, I was because, say, Steve Nash, right? Yeah, wow. Yeah, because Steve Nash called out Trey Young for doing similar things last year and said, that's not basketball. Hmm. And so hmm. it's very ironic because this is like what the equivalent of this is. This is like if a wide receiver was running a route and when the ball was in the air, they grabbed onto the defender and pulled them into a, themselves and then got, got the PI, yeah. and then they change the rule, and they say, hey, this is an attack on me. It's like, no, you're manipulating the rules. Right. Uh, I'm so excited that they did this rule because that's like kind of the knock on the NBA. It's like these just giant, strong, seven-foot dudes, and then just any amount of contact is a foul. And yeah. I don't know. What do you, what do you think? No, I, I, well, first off, I I now now that you uh, mentioned that I vaguely remember uh, that rule change. I I had not heard James Harden um, say anything about this yet. Um, I now think we can officially dub the Brooklyn Nets as the biggest complaining team uh, yeah. in the entire NBA. You know what? Nay, the entire world. Um, Poor Kevin Durant. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, he complained a ton. And he, <laughs> him and his burner accounts, I'm sure yeah, he's true. out there going ape right now just on that. Um, so uh, 
I, I think it's a great rule. I think that's absolutely wonderful because I, I've always hated, I've always hated watching a guy shoot a three pump fake goes up and then runs straight into the guy. And he shoots forward and he jumps forward yeah. towards the guy. That's total bull. That's total yeah. bull. I like think if the, if the defender is coming at you, like yeah, at an angle, then sure. that, then that's fine, no. obviously. But yeah, I, you can't create the contact. And I, I can just like, I, I always feel like I am making the same face that defenders are making when they get called for a foul, when they're just standing there, arms straight up, not moving, and they get called for a foul because someone jumped into them. It's absolute bull. Um, but their face is always the same. Like, like, like come on. Yeah. I don't believe this. Um, so I think that's a great rule. If If it is affecting guys like James Harden, in the way that it seems to be like you described where he's, he's averaging 15 down from 30, whatever. What does that say about him? Like yeah. where, where's his game? He's going to have to do something to change. Cause he's an amazing player. Yeah. He's been one of the best offensive players that we've ever seen. Like, I mean, he truly is talented. Like, yeah. and he, he could play point guard if he wanted to. I mean, he's, yeah. he's has so much skill. I feel though, like, a lot of a lot of uh, superstar players might be first off. They know superstar players know that they're going to get that foul um, in a lot of cases because because uh, the league knows that that's who they're watching. That's who the crowd is watching. That's who the fans yeah. are watching. So they're not they're not going to kick those guys out of the games. They're not going to say offensive foul. They're not going to. Uh, they're always going to take their side typically. Um, now, at the same time, because of that, I feel like a lot of these guys who do that on a consistent basis are getting lazy, but at the same time, in a way, in a cheap, stupid way that I hate, are, like you said, kind of exploiting the game, and they're looking for ways to increase their longevity in the game without having to expend more energy, without having to, to do more work. It's kind of the, uh, the, the work smarter, not harder approach you know instead of uh instead of doing that that extra um that extra crossover or that extra pass or that whatever they know they're going to get to the line they just pump fake once jump into the guy that's not going to work anymore so they're going to have to create extra they're going to have to go back to the old school ways growing up playing basketball finding a way to get the basket or the the ball in the basket and uh so i'm glad i'm glad that they're they're doing this and Good. I was able yeah. to rant on that based on you saying that right now and me having no clue what you were talking about. Have you, uh, have you watched any basketball? Have you watched our Lakers at all or anything? <laughs> a little bit. Um, not the one thing I have noticed, like yeah. not only have they gotten rid of those fouls, but there's like, they're really not calling a lot of fouls, just uh, contact in the lane. I've kind of noticed. Great. And I think it's, I think that it's because of FIBA. I think it was because of the Olympics because the Olympics, it, um is a lot tougher um they don't mm. blow the whistle as much and i think the nba probably saw that and was like yeah maybe maybe there's something to this maybe we shouldn't be uh calling ticky tack fouls and sending guys to the line 15 times a game that is fantastic that is yeah. absolutely fantastic because i want the nba back of the 80s i want that rough and okay. tumble that's right <laughs> I want Charles Oakley back. I want, I want getting my, I want just knock guys over. I want the next Glenn bias. That's what I want. (laughs) Too soon. Probably. 
Um, yeah, it's it's great to think that 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 contact could come back because basketball is supposed to be an incredibly physical sport, obviously. Um, but you're you're getting, as you said, these these ticky tack fouls, and guys are. I don't want to say afraid to start trying to trying to block or starting to you know think of think of Shaq, all eight million pounds of him just knocking people over, and uh, you still have these gigantic dudes. But it's almost like the evolution of the center has been to start moving out a little bit, moving out of the key because part well, in my opinion, partly because they can't they can't be true big men anymore. They can't just dominate. Oh, granted, I guess Joel Embiid is. He's trying to solve that problem. He's looking like a monster. Um, but at the same time, I think a lot of big guys are just afraid of fouling out because they're the ones obviously in the key trying to get those those big blocks in the middle. And uh, they're calling those stupid fouls. They're suddenly out in the third quarter. So so good. If they're not calling these fouls, fantastic. Much better for uh, everybody. League fans, uh, big men specifically, just maybe not good for the smaller guys, for the guys that are cutting uh, point guards. Another thing I've noticed in the NBA, the Bulls are killing it right now. 4-0 yeah. with our boy Lonzo. Caruso. Oh, no, no, Caruso. Caruso. Yeah. And Lonzo. Averaging four steals a game, yeah. playing pretty great perimeter defense. I wonder who else could use that right now. What a loss for the Lakers to lose Caruso. God, I was upset about that. It's just, it's very annoying, especially how bad our team is at defense. I mean, we have to rely on 50-year-old Carmelo Anthony scoring 28 points to barely get a win past Memphis. What did he What did he just drop? Seven, seven of eight threes the other night or something like that? I think it was six of eight threes, six yeah. Eight. That's, yeah, so far he's, great. I think he's like shooting, and I mean, it's only three games, but I think he's shooting like 66% from three-pointer. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, don't think, he, I don't think that'll hold, but. No. <laughs> and I mean, you know, he's not going to play defense, so that sucks. The, so, the one po- I was going to yeah. say, the one positive thing I'd like about the Lakers uh, this year is because we have guys like LeBron, AD, and Westbrook, guys like Carmelo and Malik Monk are going to get wide open three-point shots. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think Carmelo's going to ever have or has ever had a season like he is going to this season where he's had such wide open looks. And he's good. such a he's such a good uh, shooter. I mean, his form is probably like the best, one of the best in the league. And we have needed that. We've needed that for a couple seasons now. So that'll, that'll be good to see. But, um, you know, like we talked about last week, I was saying my biggest, biggest worry is injury with these old guys. And already four LeBron. games in LeBron's out <laughs> game because of an ankle. So it's I mean, a worry it, it was a game time decision. So I don't think the injury is like that bad. Yeah. Uh, he was trying to do everything he could to go tonight. So it must not be as awful. Yeah. It looked really bad when he went down though. Cause uh. it looked like, holy shit, not again. And at the same time, I bet that throughout the season, a lot of fans are going to be disappointed if uh Lakers are coming to town or, you know, you get some tickets to a Laker game and for precautionary reasons, bronze sitting ad sitting um, yeah maybe not and i think westbrook probably yeah, not they're him com- they're coming up to uh portland november 6th Ooh, what are you doing you going uh no because when the lakers come to town it is the most expensive uh, uh ticket all year what do you what do you think a nosebleed is uh i bet it's at least 180 damn for a nosebleed yeah that sucks i, I actually somehow my dad like um 
this company was trying to get my dad's business. This was LeBron's very first game as a Laker, and it was here in Portland. And I got to actually go with to that, and it was actually really good seats. It was like uh, mid mid court, like twenty rows up. It was Damn, awesome. That's awesome. Well done, or whatever you yeah. say to that. Well, yeah, um, I did it. it yeah. yeah. <laughs> well done on being born via your dad. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, so I have not, I have not watched a lot of basketball um, at all. My schedule still dictates that I sleep early. Um, so what, what, uh, what can the Lakers do? What's like the biggest flaw you're seeing so far, aside from apparently not playing defense? Uh, it's all defense. <laughs> it's all defense and it's all uh, turnovers. I mean, Russell Westbrook is trying to find his fitting uh, or his footing, his foot footing with the team. Sure. I don't know. Uh, and he's turning the ball over. I mean, everybody was kind of raving about the game he had a couple of nights ago. It was the night that they got the win. He had like, I think he had 15, 13 assists, oh. uh, but had nine turnovers. Oof. Yeah. Oof. And that's kind of been a huge issue because LeBron's always going to give you like at least like four to five turnovers a game. And sure. now you're adding a point guard that's going to give you five to eight five to nine as well <laughs> yeah yeah so turnovers um and they just got to get healthy i mean right now we talked about this last week but all their young guys are uh not healthy right now wayne ellington is out taylor horton tucker's out for a while oh. and uh kendrick nunn hasn't uh played at at all as well so they've been kind of relying i mean rondo didn't play last game but he's played a lot in the first two games um so and- we don't so we don't even know what this team could be yet yeah we don't like a lot of like the young import like kendrick nunn um was going to be a really big piece for them um because he was going to be the backup point guard to westbrook it wasn't rondo was basically just the third option um and kendrick nunn is actually a really good uh, perimeter defender as well and so yeah we don't know what this team is going to look like yet um but i don't know i mean it's beginning of the season so it's hard to overreact to everything sure yeah of course I mean, Brooklyn is like I think two and two right now. They've they haven't looked great themselves, but I would still pick them to be in the NBA Finals. Uh, Milwaukee's actually looked pretty fucking fantastic. I've heard that. Yeah. Uh, quick nerd question for you: Have mm. have you uh, purchased or somehow obtained NBA Two K Twenty Two? I am not. Okay. I don't think I'm going to. Okay. I've heard I have, I've heard bad things about it. Yeah. I well, I just I don't know. I just don't want to do it again. I don't want to do another create my player and spend money. I'm just going to stay away from that. I've been playing a lot of the uh, the show, the lately, oh, oh the lately, God. the show, the, the lately. lately, the show, the uh, lately, show, the lately. Uh, speaking of baseball, I was yeah. looking up the score and uh, Braves were up five. Nothing. Good. Today. Good. Yeah. I'm actually rooting hard for the Braves. I like, fuck the Astros. Fuck them. Yeah. And I want Jock Peterson to single-handedly beat them i'm not looking exactly i'm not looking at this as um braves astros in the world series granted i'm not going to watch any of the games because for me baseball season's over since the dodgers lost but um i'm looking at this as uh jock peterson redemption tour because he was such a prominent part of of the dodgers i love that kid uh he was he was great it was sad to see him go um and uh, and God, he's having such a great season with the Braves. Such a great season, uh, and such a great postseason as well. And so, um, if he can single handedly, I guess with a little help from his his friends, 
Uh, <laughs> to quote Joe Cocker, actually, originally the Beatles. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it'd be it'd be great because the Astros should not do anything in life ever again. They need to retire that franchise and do anything else. Got it. Hope yeah. Fucking swept. Beat the Astros. Astros yeah. are my number one most hated team now. Um, it was obvious as a, as a hardcore Dodger fan. It was obviously the the Giants forever. I don't and know. I still though. hate the Giants, but uh, I respect I the know. Giants. I do not respect the Astros, and I hate the Astros more. That's than true. I but I, uh, it would be like imagine if it was a Giants Astros World Series. Um, I would just. I would hope that just another COVID breakout, and they just have to cancel everything. Would, cancel the world I'd be series. fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be like, good. If we had to do another lockdown. We're like, yeah, it's, it's worth it. Please. <laughs> there cannot be a winner of this. No. Of this series. Yeah. I, I couldn't see myself rooting for the giants ever. So yeah. I'm, I'm with you there. That, that'd just be the, uh, I think uh, I would just start the, like this, the discussion, like this baseball really dead. Shouldn't we just stop caring about baseball? Yeah. And there's a strike going on. Shouldn't there be? Yeah. Oh, well. Anywho, well, that concludes our sports topic. Right. Now on to now on to entertainment. Ooh. Oh man, that's so scary. Sports are so so very scary. They are. I sometimes I wake up and I and scream. I scream. Oh. Ah, sports. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I do. Uh, what? Scary. <laughs> yeah, my my, What's my happening? wife. My wife. She's just like. Brandon, wake up! You had up. another nightmare about sports. <laughs> you're having you're having one of those nightmares, those sports nightmares again. Sports <laughs> nightmares—they're so common. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, what, what's going what's going on in entertainment now? You know what? Let's talk about more gun violence, Matt. And, oh, good, and, wonderful things. Uh, you know, I, 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 on a serious note, you you bringing that up at at the start of the show. Like it 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 sucks. In in uh, uh, condolences to all of their 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 families. Uh, and condolences, you know, the, the whole Alec Baldwin thing that that's, that's coming out too, like that, that's really, really sad as well. Um, mm-hmm. an yeah. ac- an accident all around, uh, maybe, maybe some neglect. We got, you know, we can't, and we can't super play. negligence. It looks like we, we, yeah. weren't, we weren't there for it, but, uh, yeah. Well, the reason I wanted to bring it up is, isn't it, I mean, isn't CGI so good now that you don't need like, you know, guns with blanks. Like you could do everything through CGI, like muzzle flashes and all that. Like I just don't understand the point of needing to use real prop guns. I mean, this is the second. Well, I mean, I don't know how many times this happened, but obviously the most famous other incident was when this happened to Brandon Lee. Yeah, right. Uh, and and when Brandon Lee was 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 killed, that wasn't CGI wasn't as great as it as it is now. Right? It's not. Now it's uncanny valley where like that is that a real shot? I don't even know if that's 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 a real shot. Um I think I think at based off of this event that Cuz like all the ones in John Wick, like all the ones in John Wick are like fake muzzle flashes like they do them all through the computer. Yeah. And those look great. Yeah. yeah. But, but they they also they also have a a large budget for CGI as yeah. well. And in oh. it rust. I'm pretty sure rust. Would. Russ did not have a big budget did not from what I've been budget. reading. Yeah, it's it's all. a it's an indie, it's an like a more indie film. Alec Baldwin was probably the most expensive actor on there. Jensen Ackles from Supernatural was also in the uh in the shoot on the actors roster. But yeah, I don't think it was a a, 
a big budget, which I think led into, and Matt, you could probably talk to it more. I think that's what led into using real guns because, because yeah. when you said that uh, in, in a, a text exchange offline, I was like, real guns, less expensive. I was like, no, that's, that makes sense. Actually. Like you can get a, a real gun for, you know, $2,000 less than that. Especially if it's not way less than that, way less than that. Um, I mean, these are older handguns, yeah, like revolvers and whatnot. And granted, I don't know how much those cost, but you know, uh, I, I would assume a uh, a real one is going to be less than uh, a replica, which is all shiny and bright and looks beautiful and yeah. blah blah blah. Well, no, I, 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 you know, you could you could have a replica and it still be less expensive, but CGI itself or the after effects, the post production of any shoot. Like that's that's like probably like two thousand an hour, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, I was thinking about that on the the four hundred five, where I was wishing that the four hundred five was CGI, and I was actually just in my house. Cut. <laughs> I'm back, and we're back. Yeah, this this was just an incredibly unfortunate. And, and yeah, I and of course none of us were there, but from everything I've read and. From my understanding of the film industry, um, people I, I uh, know and have uh, talked to in the past about these kind of things, um, when it comes to firearms, I mean, you typically have someone incredibly qualified on set that is handling these things and is incredibly safe about them, like check, double check, triple check, quadruple check. Um, makes no mistake to know that when you are handing someone a firearm, even if it's a replica firearm, you know for a 1 million percent fact that there's no way that it, A, has live ammunition in it, and B, even if it has blanks, which could hurt people if you're you're close enough or uh, has projectiles, you know that that's not going to be the case in this. Um, there were so many mistakes apparently made in this from everything I've read. Um, I, I guess the uh, the guy um, who was was handling the the guns in this has a bad rap, um, a bad rap, uh, and he was fired from another film just two years ago for for negligence. Apparently, um, handling guns, he was fired. A gun went off. Luckily, did not hit anybody. But he was fired for that because it could have, obviously. Um, and in this case, I mean, the most glaring thing is he handed a gun. He yelled to the entire set, cold cold gun, which means, uh, you know, no, no live ammo. Don't touch it. Yeah, it's very cold. Ooh. Put on gloves. Yeah, it's fortunate. Here comes out and he's like, all right, guys, chill. Chill out. Uh, <laughs> Someone's dead. <laughs> yeah, God. Yeah, Schwarzenegger. Um, Get that fuck out of here, man. Jeez. Don't try to be a hero now, Robbie. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Gotta make up for earlier in the episode. Yes, you are. <laughs> um, but I mean, if if you're handing someone a weapon on a set and you say cold gun, if you yell to the entire the entire crew, cold gun, including the actor, especially the actor that you were handing it to. And I don't I don't know. I mean, Alec Baldwin, I, I don't know him, obviously. He seems like someone that might own guns. But at the same time, there's a good chance maybe he doesn't. He doesn't. And he doesn't know uh, much about them. But at the same time, it's it's not necessarily 
his responsibility when the guy who is supposed to know everything about the gun hands you a gun, yells the entire set, cold gun, which signifies there is no way that what I'm handing you can hurt another person. I am the professional here who is handling this. I am signifying that no one will get hurt by what I'm giving you right now. That should have been the end right there, and nobody should have gotten hurt. Um, for 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 thing for things like stunts, for things like guns, where where you're going to be shooting blanks, yeah, safety has to be paramount on the on those shoots. I'm always reminded of the uh, the Twilight Zone movie. I was just going to bring that up with Vic Morrow. Yeah, I was yeah. I was waiting to bring that up. Yeah, right on, right on. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like the the Twilight Zone movie, Vic Morrow, uh, Jonathan Landis uh, d- directing it was was shirking safety to to get the helicopter to fly lower and helicopters need a certain amount of of lift they need lift and when there's explosions going on that are that are so low that that landis wanted more of uh it it created less lift which means that the helicopter couldn't couldn't rise up it was a scene where vic morrow this 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 actor back in the day was holding uh two young children Oh, after no. hours that weren't that weren't and um, just have you seen the fit the footage the footage the, the footage <laughs> i don't know anything about this so yeah. what's what yeah uh, so, I, I don't know if i want to now so uh, uh, the, the yeah, scene don't watch it <laughs> the scene is is vic morrow the, the the idea of this this segment segment of the twilight zone movie is that he, he's a racist and he keeps going back into different times uh and, and finding out that you know people see him as whatever color or or race uh, in that that generation so he's in vietnam and he's in like a small village and he's trying to save these kids from explosions and, and helicopters shooting the the americans attacking this village and in the scene uh this helicopter is is flying and is going to going to crash in this area well the helicopter was flying too low because it couldn't maintain lift and it decapitated vic morrow and the kids Oh my yeah. god! In the, oh, the the top propeller just like chopped him, and yeah. like I've seen the grainy like footage of it, and it's just like you just see three people and they're obliterated. Yep, yep. Oh my god! Uh, it was a, it was a whole big thing back in the day. Uh, John Landis didn't he he got off uh, free. He was a director. He got off on it. Yeah, oh no, he, he got off. Oh, okay, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Which is is my number five most scary moment? John Landis getting <laughs> off on helicopter decay. I didn't know that about Vic Morrow's character, though. So I guess it serves yeah. that character right. What happened to him? <laughs> too, too soon. Did they use it in the movie? <laughs> That's mostly a joke and a terrible one. I'm sorry. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, there, there was, there was, there was very morbid. Mode. We're just on full on Halloween mode. No, That's Halloween what it is. Mode, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Spooky time. That's why I'm here. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Murder. <laughs> so oh, much murder and death. Yeah. Oh my God. Murder and death. Well, uh, speaking of murder and death, Robbie, we know that you have a hard murder, a oh. hard cutoff time. You oh, got to yeah. get out of here. You've got You've got a, a, uh, a hot appointment. <laughs> later on this, this evening <laughs> a hot dentist appointment <laughs> uh so to today we're not going to do we're not going to do a top 25 th- this week oh no we're getting into the halloween spirit uh and in first getting into the ha- halloween spirit we talk about decapitations but i also want to ask both of you what is the 
earliest moment? This isn't part of the quiz. I'll get into the quiz in a second. What is the earliest moment that you can think of as a child that you were frightened? What is the earliest frightened experience you have? And hopefully supernatural and not, uh, you know, you were, um, <laughs> you were, you were held at gunpoint uh, by. Uh, that was mine. Shit. Like, like, were, were, like, were you afraid of anything as, as a kid, like, like a doll or, um, hmm. you know, like, like a movie you watch? And, and, and sometimes it doesn't even have to be scary movies. Like, like, uh, I was talking to Travis yesterday. He was talking about a Pee Wee Herman doll that the side what? of the box, the side of the box had Pee Wee. Oh, I, oh, I had a Pee Wee Herman doll. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I still have. Yeah. That Why is that scary? That's great. It's a little creepy. It's creepy, man. Do you want me to yeah. show you? I'll ship it to you uh, with like a little bloody <laughs> <Yeah>. rag. <laughs> ship it to me? That's Write wonderful. the name of his, mail it specifically ah. to his daughter and see how <laughs> she reacts to it. Should <laughs> probably be her last. <laughs> Come uh. on, Dottie. <laughs> Hi, Jerry. It's a magic word. <laughs> so, so Matt, uh. Matt you, weren't, you weren't afraid of anything as a kid. Oh, I'm sure I was. I'm just trying to think of like, are we doing our list? I'm confused. No, we're we're, no, 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 we're not. Like, so like my earliest, I think my earliest memory, I like watched Children of the Corn and, and uh, like with my aunt, I was like, I was like three or four years old. (laughs) And even though that movie isn't really scary, I like, I had nightmares about skeletons dancing. (laughs) It's just, yeah, I I remember like my first bad dream, like one of the earliest dreams are, can remember a nightmare was like involved the wicked witch of the east from uh the east oh or the i don't know definitely the, the west from wizard Did of we the, know west? the east or is it the west i don't know i didn't sure see the west. We wicked witch of the west you you and travis the are east. the same damn person basically because yeah. because that that was his no other hair. memory he was the wicked yeah. witch witch of the west or east really Maybe that has a correlation with male pattern baldness. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I'm glad I wasn't afraid of that movie. I'm melting my hair. I'm melting. <laughs> Too soon. Um, I don't know. I, I remember what, to be honest, one thing, and I didn't include this. I mean, I may have on my list. Um, I remember one scene that like haunted me a long time ago. I want to say it was from... Uh, one of the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movies where Freddy Krueger like turned into a giant worm and was slowly swallowing someone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fr- okay, so that was Freddy Krueger. Yeah, okay. yeah I remember one. that. I yeah. saw that. Oh, that was the first one. Okay. Worms I saw with that a lot, like, worms with a lot of teeth scare me as well. I was just watching Dune and like <laughs> there's a giant worm with just millions of teeth. I don't like that. It's a disturbing image. Yeah, too much teeth. It reminds, yeah, me, like of, too much it reminds teeth. me of the inside of my penis. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, there's there's this movie How from married? in the early 2000s called uh, Teeth. Have you ever seen Teeth? Oh, I've, I've, I don't think so. I know what that's about. Vagina and... dentata. <laughs> I know what that's about. I haven't seen it, but I read the reviews. And I just changed <laughs> both of your number ones. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. That was my, real. My hot appointment. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, well, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and get into the game, guys. Uh, before before we spoil anything, here's here's what I asked. I asked both of you for your top five monsters or uh movie monsters, myths, characters that you are that you are afraid of. 
um, or that you could consider yourself afraid of. Um, there's no way we're going to guess each other's. List. No, there's not. And also, we should point out you asked this 20 minutes before the show. Yeah. So I, I didn't ask I you 20 minutes before the show. I asked. Maybe I asked 30. you an I hour. Guarantee before you, the show. my. I can guarantee you, Matt is not going to guess my number two. There's no. <laughs> guarantee I'm going to know none of them. Yeah. I'm. I'm just going to guess my own probably. All right. Yeah. Let's just guess. Our own. So so here here's here's what I'm going to do because because there is one on both of your lists that matches up there is uh-huh. one thing on both of your lists that matches up it's not the same number but it's it's there so mm. here 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 it is because rob you got a hot date appointment in eight minutes a date appointment you both <laughs> you both get uh do you want to you want one guess or two guesses you want one guesses or two I guesses think i only need one i think i know what it is okay all right one guess for huh. each from each of you as to what you think the other person shares with you. I'll let Matt okay. go first because I always go first. And Matt since Matt first. always goes first, Robbie. <laughs> I don't want to go first. I don't care about this one. This is one guess. <laughs> this is one time that Matt wants to go second. I'm going to go with no, the wait. alien. Oh. No, I was gonna, Sorry. No, it's got to be Matt. It's got to be Matt first. Oh. oh, I thought he didn't work. No, Matt, go first. Well, now that he just said that out loud, I'm gonna go with the alien from Aliens. Fuck. Well, this game was ruined. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. know, I'll, I'll say what I'll say what I was gonna go with though. Okay. All right. Based uh, based on on what he just said about um, teeth, uh, I was gonna go with my number four, which was the worm thing from Tremors. <laughs> worm thing from oh. tremors i didn't find that scary what? Yeah, fair enough that's strange that's strange it, it, it's it's not Super scary. It's... have you seen tremors oh yeah oh I mean, I mean i know there's a lot of comedy involved but oh my god if you think about it you're just walking around in the desert suddenly a giant worm thing comps up and eats you Ugh. i was afraid i was afraid of tremors for for a little while uh to be to be honest with you. especially being here in southern california it's like oh no yeah. it's probably a worm is that an earthquake? Probably oh, no. a worm. Oh no! Uh, right, should we should we explain our lists? Our yeah. lists in the entirety? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Pl- please. Please do. So, uh, you you want to go ahead and start, Robbie? Like, yeah. sure. All right. I actually haven't even seen this man or seen this man. I haven't seen, seen this, this man. I haven't really? seen this. I haven't seen this movie. But uh, I always just remember this image from like the previews and i just always see it when it's like connected to horror movies like a horror movie montage and that's horror 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 montages uh it's uh the pale man from pan's labyrinth oh yeah which is that like yeah Yeah, it's more like the the mouth yeah it's more the mouth that kind of freaks me out more than anything uh number four this movie i only saw like when i was really little and it really disturbed me was the thing from the thing uh, thanks, but, scary as hell. Yeah, it was really gross. I I actually just watched. Um, there's this YouTube channel I follow called Corridor Digital, and they break down special effects. Oh, nice. And yeah, uh, yeah and uh, the thing it was actually really cool actually to watch that because always being grossed out and scared by it, uh, it was actually kind of cool to finally look at it and appreciate what they did without like you know CGI and it's all practical. It's pretty cool uh number three we already talked about the alien from alien i remember my grandpa was watching i think it was like alien three 
And I remember it was just terrifying to me. I remember like I couldn't watch the movie anymore. I had to leave the room. It was too much. All right. Number two. This is a little weird. This is so my sister. I wouldn't I wouldn't have guessed this one ever because I've never seen I've never seen the movie. Yeah, I don't even remember this movie, but I just remember how disturbing he looked. And it's Judge Alvin J.P. Valkenheiser. What the hell? From the movie Nothing But Trouble. And this is a character that Dan Aykroyd played where he's just this gross, fat judge with like all this special effects makeup. But he's just so disturbing to look at. Uh, I don't know. Like, I just, I remember the image of him bothered me so much as a kid. Like I, my sister watched this movie quite a lot and I just, I couldn't look at him. It's like the most disturbing what was, character. What was he, what did he look like? You can, you'll have to look it up on IMDb. He just looks gross. Yeah. He just looks really, really gross. He almost looks like a, um, yeah, he looks like he would be a, a gross character in like a Texas chainsaw massacre almost. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and number one, uh, child molesters. <laughs> <laughs> the movie? <laughs> no, I. You know what? Uh, the reason I always like, I remember watching an episode of America's Most Wanted, and it was a uh, one of the most wanted was a child molester. I remember I just watching this by myself in my room, like at the age of five, and I just oh. didn't. I just didn't know that like Why? that. It, I don't know, but I just didn't know that that existed. Uh-huh. And so it like so anytime I watch a movie that kind of has that theme of like kind of like child molestation. Like there's a new horror movie coming out with uh, Ethan Hawke. Um, I forget what it's called, but I've seen the preview for it and it kind of centers around that, that too. And there's also the movie like prisoners with um, Hugh Jackman and um, Jill and Hall. That movie kind of was very disturbing. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a fan of child molesters. I don't (laughs) care what anybody else says. I'm not a fan. America's most wanted was, was scary when it, when it got to the end of the episode and it's like, if you've seen this, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what scared me. It was like, Oh shit. He's out there. Oh no. He's wanted still. Um, which, you know, uh, the, the host of that show, cause his, his son or, or, uh, kid was abducted right like so that was oh yeah, yeah that yeah. was the whole thing that that drove that that show was abduction of kids mm. um anyway yeah no, great 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 list man great list Thank you. happy Thank list you. matt over to you uh scrunchied face what what I'm are, have to change mine up now <laughs> what are your top five molesters 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 well, molesters if you That's don't have me. child molesters, I'm wondering what your affinity for child molesters is. Are you the number one? <laughs> Are you <laughs> me? Um, so my number five, um, and granted, I just threw this together because I was with my child when you sent oh. this. Sent, oh. uh, hey, send, uh, send me this list. I'm like, oh well, I can't do anything. I can't think of uh, monsters right now because I have this happy, beautiful little child who I'm uh, reading to right now. So it was hard to um, figure that out. Number five uh, was the Xenomorph from the Alien movies. Nice. Um, and that's... Uh, Proper I, nomenclature. I, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, oh, jinx. <laughs> uh, and, and I said that because, I don't know, that's... I've always... Uh, you as as you all know, I'm not a fan of of scary movies at all. But yeah. I've always enjoyed the Alien movies because they're they're kind of like they're kind of action movies as well. And I and I enjoy sci fi stuff. Um, but if you look back now as an adult, pretty damn freaky, pretty damn freaky to uh, see, especially the first one. 
the first one was like, I mean, the the next couple ones after that were a lot more action than anything. The first one was suspense and horror yeah. and crazy. And you think about that. Ugh. There's there's a, there's a little bit of uh, analysis in in the the alien movies about uh, penetrating and impregnation uh, against your will, uh, basically, yeah, for basically sure. rape. So uh, there there is that there is that with, part of it with face huggers. Yeah, with plenty of it. Um, Number four was uh, the Tremors worm thing. I know it has a real name. I looked it up, but I forgot it. So I'm just gonna go. Oh, no, that's yeah, oh yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, those guys are just freaky. Uh, they come out of the the ground, and suddenly you're dead. I mean, you're just walking. You're like, hey, this is, this is a nice walk, <laughs> and now I'm being eaten. This sucks. Beautiful walk. Yeah, dead. beautiful walk yeah, in this beautiful. desert. <laughs> I'm Kevin Bacon. Um, number three now. I feel like, and I've I've seen that. I feel like I've seen parts of this movie, and it disturbed me so much that this should this should actually be my number one. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, Leatherface. Hmm. That dude, ugh, because that that's something that's incredibly realistic. That that's just like a a big, scary, freaky psychopath dude who is hanging i mean the whole hanging people on on uh hooks like sticking a hook in their back oops i'm hitting my phone sticking people on hooks like that right there i'm just like nope and then just the things and just like no i mean obviously you can't see his face but just like nothing happening nothing does not care doesn't even think twice that's just like the the inhumanity there just disturbs me to another level absolutely can't take that guy he should be higher higher up but i put him at three because number two zombies i can't zombies get the f out i hate zombies i cannot do zombies zombies freak me out like more than anything i hate zombies even in a game where you're in a mall and you're putting Lego heads on each other <laughs> and Lego heads on the zombies. And, I don't want to play it. And hitting them with Nerf guns. That's yeah. like, I can't do this anymore, guys. Can't do it. I can't no. do it. So you I like, don't know what it is. You like child molesters more than zombies is what you're saying. <laughs> no, because my number, my number, uh, my number one, one point. Five. No, yeah. no. This this actually this actually works to your your benefit, Matt. This your number one. Go ahead, and Does I'll it? explain why. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson is my number one. Great music, though. Um, Gary. Now Glitter. this this one, I'm not. I saw this movie, and I don't even remember why. I just remember that this movie just disturbed me so much and i can't even remember why but i just always remember thinking of this movie and just thinking i was so disturbed for so long after it uh jeepers creepers the the monster from that the winged monster yeah that like stole people's eyeballs and i just remember that thing freaked me out so much and and I, I don't know why, like, I still think back to that movie and I'm just like, Ooh. Okay. and my, my ultimate winner is uh, child molesters. No, Matt, no, you don't, you don't even have to, you don't even have to say that. Here's, okay. here's why I said, I said that, uh, you only shared one 
one, which was the alien. No, you share two. Here, here's why. Because Jeepers Creepers, the director and writer of Jeepers Creepers, was a man named Victor Salva. Uh, and this man was convicted and sentenced to three years in prison for abusing a 12-year-old child star of his debut film. This man also directed Powder, by the way. Uh, oh, the super white dude? Yeah. My nickname. So Victor Salva, <laughs> director and writer of Jeepers Creepers, is your number one child molester. It's your greatest fear, Matt. It's Robbie's oh, greatest it fear. It is child molesters. <laughs> Woo! We did Wait, it. Did he molest? You said abuse. I mean, if he hit a kid, that's fine. I'm I'm more in favor of no, that. No, no. He's he's he was. Uh, it is emerged that director once convicted of child molestation in 1988. Mm-hmm. There it is. Oh, yes. There it is. There yeah. It is. So yeah, that's that's exactly what I meant. I knew that there was because I can't remember the the movie. I, knew it. I, I just knew, knew there was something wrong off with it. I knew it. it. It was all in the directing. It's 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 when it's when he touched that that little child yeah. that you knew it. That's true. In Jeepers Creepers two, the that monster abducts a child. There so, it is. Yeah. yeah. So so basically, we have the same number one. <laughs> I just worded it differently. Uh well well gentlemen thank you so much for your your time uh it, You're for for those folks listening uh if you have anything we're sorry we're, we're, so, we're, we're, we're sorry. sorry for this we uh, hope you're working out went from uh spooky to uh very morbid creatine <laughs> yeah. shoot us shoot us all messages tell us what we're doing right and mostly what we're doing wrong I'm at don't, Barnyard don't Cruise. We we figured it out. We know. Yeah, we, 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 we know. <laughs> we know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Barnyard Cruise on Twitter. Thank you for listening. Hit me up if you have any questions, thoughts, concerns about the production. And uh, I'm out of here, guys. We'll we'll see you later. Back to you, Robbie and Matt. Bye. Bye. Uh, I am Rob Askew29 on Instagram. Smart Askew27 on Twitter. And that's where you can find me. Well, Robbie. You can find me at. No, oh, we're not doing walking. We're not again. doing no. that. Oh, God, no. shame. Okay, uh, you can find me on Twitter, Soup or Sizemore. I still think I need to get a professional one, but I'm, forget it. Um, uh, Facebook, Matt, uh, yeah, we'll go with we'll go with uh, find my professional page. It's Matthew Sizemore, K I V I, uh, and on um, Instagram. What is my name there? Matt. Matt. What the hell is my name there? Matt size KIVI, I think. I don't know what it is. I'm going to go with that. I had a good drink good today. Enough. Good enough yeah. for government Matthew work. size more KIVI. On, uh, there you go. All right. Well, that concluded a very spooky and morbid episode 29. Oh, yeah. There, we go. there it is. Oh, yeah, there it is. Oh, happy Jeez. Halloween. Oh. <laughs> Any questions? <laughs> what up with that? What what's up, up with that? Ooh-wee. <laughs> I said, what's up? <laughs> Is the episode over? Such a good, I don't know. <laughs> Bye. I hope we ended it. Bye. <laughs>